Hi, how are you guys? I'd like to talk to you about uh, Bible verse. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. What did Jesus mean? Jesus used startling statements to make a vital point that our spiritual condition is far more important than our physical condition. Sin must be removed. Jesus' famed Sermon on the Mount is full of shocking statements that went against the grain of his society and ours. Some of them have repeated have been repeated so many times that we might miss their full force. Focus on how these would have struck his audience. Love your enemies. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. Turn the other cheek. Verse 39. Judge not. Seven, Matthew 7, verse 1. And whosoever looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. Jesus expanded on the letter of the law to show the spiritual death and intent of God's commandments. The last point greatly expands on the seventh commandment against adultery. If your right hand, if your right hand causes you to sin, after giving the first, after giving the spirit of the law against adultery, Jesus made a surprising, a surprising statement that seems to encourage self-mutilation. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than your whole body be cast into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. For it is profitable for you that one of your members perish than your whole body be cast into hell. Verses 29 to 30. Wow, his listeners, must, his listeners must have sat in shock and horror. And this wasn't the only time. Later, in the context of not offending the little ones, Jesus said, If your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life maimed or lame or maimed than rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast in everlasting fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life with your one eye rather than two eyes to be cast into hellfire. Matthew chapter 18 verses 8 to 9. What did Jesus mean about your eye and your hand? Was Jesus literally advocating for plucking out your eye? No. How would he know? How would we know? First, consider that Jesus said, does your eye or hand actually cause you to sin? No. Sin starts in the mind and the heart. Removing your, our eye or hand wouldn't prevent sinful thoughts. One might put his eyes, eyes with, without in the least quenching the lust to which it is ministered. As Jameson Fawcett and Brown commentary explains, and there are no examples in the Bible of good people of God cutting off their hands or plucking out their eyes. Consider two examples of sexual sin. David was plagued by lust that led to his adultery with Bathsheba, and he didn't blame his hands or his eyes. Instead, he repented and asked God to cleanse his heart. Psalms chapter 51, verse 7 to 10. And when the apostles Paul reprimanded the adulterer and the church in Corinth, he didn't tell the, tell the man to pluck out his eye. He told the congregation to put out that man from, of the church until, until his heart changed. Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 to 5, uh, First uh, Corinthians chapter eleven verse two. No, yes. First um, Corinthians chapter five verses. Uh, f I'm sorry. Hold on one second.
Yes. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, uh, verses 1 to 5 and 11. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 to 11. What we must really cut off, kill. God wants repentance, real change in our thinking and actions, not penance or self-flagulation. <clears throat> he wants us to have a godly sorrow described in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 10 to 11. For a godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation, not to be regretted. But the sorrow of the world produces death. For observe this very thing, that you sorrow in a godly manner, what diligence it produced in you, what clearing of yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what vehement desire, what zeal, what vindication in all things you prove yourselves to be to clear this in this matter. <clears throat> Jameson Fawcett and Brown commentary says, "Our Lord certainly means that we are to, we are to strike at the root of such unholy dispositions, as well as to cut off the the occasions which tend to stimulate them." The Bible uses the analogy of killing the old man and placing our old carnal life with newness of life the new man but you have not to so learned Christ indeed you have heard of him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to deceitfulness lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man which was created according to God in right in true righteousness and holiness, Ephesians chapter four verses twenty to twenty four, through repentance, baptism, and the gift of God's Holy Spirit, Acts chapter two, verse thirty eight, we can start this new this new life no longer enslaved to sin. <clears throat> Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body. That you should obey its lusts. Romans chapter six verses eleven to twelve. Dealing with dealing radically with sin. Jesus' shockingly statement about plucking out your right eye was meant to get our attention. His hyperbole was meant to show how evil sin is. Sin causes death, the eternal death, to make it possible for us to live. Jesus gave his own life. He hates sin and loves us that much. Talking about plucking out our eyes and cutting off our hands should impress us with the need to deal radically with sin. Turn to God to, for help to cut out the old man, to control your hands and turn your eyes away from sin. Follow the example of Job who said, I have made a covenant with my eyes. When, they, when then should I look upon a young woman? Job chapter three, 31 verse 1. Use your hands and energy as Solomon advised, whatever your hands finds to do, do it with your might, and fear God and keep his commandments. For this is this is man's all. Ecclesiastes chapter nine verses ten, chapter twelve, verse thirteen. Cut out habits, entertainment, relationships, addictions, whatever contributes to sin. And that's basically it. Alright. Uh it's a hard life, but we have to do it if we want to make it to heaven. And that's all I could say about this. Um, peace and God bless. I hope this blesses you.